This week we're looking at the sixth commandment, do not murder. Yesterday we tracked down a couple reasons why murder is wrong. Today I want to offer a New Testament update to this Old Testament command. The most obvious place to go here is into Matthew chapter 5, which is the Sermon on the Mount, which is Christ's sort of commentary or sermon on the Ten Commandments. Verse 21, Jesus says, You have heard that it was said to people long ago, do not murder, and anyone who murders will be subject to judgment. But I tell you, anyone who is angry with his brother will be subject to judgment. Again, anyone who says to his brother, Raka, is answerable to the Sanhedrin. But anyone who says, you fool, will be in danger of the fire of hell. The Greek word here for fool is uh, moros. Uh, from which we get the word moron, which doesn't refer to somebody being uh, intellectually uh, diminished, but it refers to someone uh, calling someone stupid morally. So in other words, it means you're attacking their reputation. Uh, The point is being a character assassin, attacking someone's reputation is what Christ is warning against. He says that is to violate the sixth commandment. What goes on in our heart and our mind is every bit as real and important as the actions that we take. So I remember the first time this idea that our intentions or that our heart or that our thoughts mattered. So I I was, I had had met a friend who had uh, been pretty, not a great guy, and then he had come to faith and he was a very different guy. And this had intrigued me, and it pulled me, and he's talking about Jesus. And so I went through this couple-year process where I'm sort of investigating the claims of Christ, and I I can't get there. I I, I want to become a Christian, but I don't want to become a Christian, and I'm confused. I'm reading the Bible, lots of questions, and I would call this guy almost every day, and I'd ask him my questions, like, what's going on here? And I remember exactly where I was standing when he explained to me that, you know, you can be guilty of, of, of sin just because it was, your, it was your intention or your heart or you were angry or that you could be guilty of adultery because of lust. And I remember saying, I remember saying okay, that's the, that's the craziest thing I've ever heard. And sort of making a pledge to myself that if I do become a Christian, I will not become that kind of a Christian. I will not uh, be so serious as to believe this. And so, um, look, I, I thought I'm, I'm not guilty of the Sixth Commandment, violating the Sixth Commandment, because I haven't killed anybody. Uh, but, but then this is brought up by Jesus to explain, no, if you're, if you're mad enough to do it, just because you don't do it, if you're mad enough to do it, then that's actually, you're guilty at that point. And if that, if that is your heart, then you are headed down the wrong path. So uh, the, the Sixth Commandment is more of a challenge to keep than we might have initially thought. So one just challenge area here as we wrap up. Again, most of, of us are, are not likely to be worried about actually physically having killed somebody, murdered somebody. But, but deciding you're not going to murder somebody is not the uh, application of this project. It is, but it's more than that. We get called to love people. 
Like, go on the opposite end of this commandment. Don't just say, well, I'm not supposed to not kill somebody. I'm not supposed to kill. I'm not supposed to kill somebody. Look at this as an opportunity. How do I love people as God loves people? How do I see their value and their worth? Not just that I'm not going to end their life. How do I help them? How do I help them grow and thrive? How might I put their needs ahead of my own? I think that's where uh, the rubber meets the road on this commandment. Have a good day.